right around the corner. Are we going to record sometime next week? Do you think like uh, maybe a Wednesday or what's um, it look like? I was going to talk to you about that. I, I cannot. I'm actually, Oh no, it's very exciting for me. Uh, I am leaving <clears throat> with the whole family Tuesday what? morning and we are, I'm taking Tuesday and Wednesday off. Oh, and the whole family is flying to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Mm. Yes. Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic Predator one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I am Jeff Glover. And today we're talking minute 64 of Predator. I could not find any big sports figures with the number 64, but the number 64 always, always makes you think of the Nintendo 64. I don't know about you and your jams back in the day, but mine was always Goldeneye, Zelda 64, and Mario 64. Mm, I was Mm. definitely on Goldeneye. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also a Mario Kart Mm. 64 fan. Those were probably my two favorite games for that system. So here we are talking minute Nintendo 64 of Predator. And minute 64 opens with someone tying a viney rope around a stake and Mm. ends with Dylan. Dylan! Dylan! Giving Mac. Mac! 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 Concerned look? Question mark? Hmm. Hmm. So what's happening here, Jeff, as we're carrying over? Of course, we're carrying over, and we're, we're really going to break this minute up into one very small section and then one very long section. Yeah. <laughs> so the first section we're going to call, it's about six uh, or seven seconds long. Mm-hmm. The team is uh, really wrapping up the montage from the previous minute, so we're finishing up our traps. 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 Snack. Uh and uh, someone, perhaps Dutch, is tying a thin, viney rope around a makeshift stake, which we then cut to Billy, who's hammering another makeshift stake into the ground and then laying that vine structure over the stake. And we get a nice thumbs up from mm-hmm. Billy. Mm. A nice, beefy thumbs up. but Very beefy. I notice in true Predator John McTiernan style, you don't actually see the thumbs up. You just see kind of the action of it as you're focused on Billy's face, as you're close up to Billy's face. So I thought that was an interesting move. That's true. Yeah. You yeah. just see the arm come up. I guess, suppose it could be a wave, could be mm. a fist, but um, I, I also took that as to be a thumbs up. So <laughs> could be, yeah. could be the shocker randomly. It's like, Whoa, <laughs> Billy, what's with hey. the? <laughs> hey, come on, Billy. This is serious. Quit goofing. <laughs> Keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a traditional 80s movie would like zoom in on that thumb and you'd hear like this right. dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like and the, and he'd hold the thumb there in front of his face and like <laughs> the corners of his mouth would turn up a little bit. That's what that's what we need right there. <laughs> Why is he smiling? Who knows? No, just, knows. he just loves making traps. Can't help loves it. loves <clears throat> his traps. Traps. Yeah. It's a trap. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we get a solid thumbs up, and uh, that kind of brings the montage to an end before we transition. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot more to say about this six-second piece, but uh, do you have anything else to add? I did look up what kind of trap this could be. Um, I saw. I don't know where this came up, but it's as I was searching traps and 
uh, how to make one on YouTube. Because <laughs> why not? Um, I learned that this is <clears throat> a combination treadle trap mixed with a snare trap where the treadle indicates a trigger that can be set off by the animal or the creature that you're trying to trap. Um, so you're not having to like pull something out yourself and cause the trap to mm. go off. It should be like automatically tripped. And so that's called the treadle part of the trap, the trigger. And then the actual piece that's meant to trap the animal, in this case, the predator, the net that they're making is called a snare. And I watched a few videos about how to make a treadle trap. And after watching two videos, I feel pretty confident that I could also make a treadle trap in the wild and try to catch something. But I'm not going yeah. to try to catch something, but I will try to make a little treadle trap sometime. Yeah. And we kind of talked about this last minute, but it, it sounds like the idea is that whatever walks onto the the netted area here will will trigger or kick the trip wire, which will unlodge the little piece that's holding uh, the whole tree in place. Mm-hmm. And then that tree will fling up, pulling the net up and capturing whatever is there. Yeah. Pulling the net up and right. Like a, like a snare kind of configuration to make sure yeah. it closes. I thought that was interesting because when I was watching the videos on trap making, there's also these trigger traps you can make where just this huge log will fall on the target and kill it. Fall mm. on like if you're in the wild and you're needing food, you'd possibly create one of these to, um, with some humongous logs, like, you know, probably a hundred pound each deadfall logs to smush whatever the target is. And you'd like lay a bed of rocks under that too. So even though the trap itself is a little bit different, it still has a really, really hair trigger that can be set off. And I don't, I'm not really sure why the team isn't doing that as opposed to this trap, yeah. which is clearly going to keep their quarry alive. You know, in a different movie, we'd have Panchito walking in being like, hey, guys, what you doing? And then he'd he'd kick the trigger and he'd, get, he'd fly up in the net. <laughs> yeah, in a different movie, I agree. In a different movie. Thankfully, yeah. it's not this movie. <laughs> Thankfully, Panchito doesn't, you know, fall victim to the – oh, wait. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, mm. come on, Panchito. Oh. Give you one and job. Instead, we get a lot of uh, we get a lot of looks in yeah. this minute. A lot yeah. of looks. Oh, and I didn't I did not bold our dramatic line reading. So I'll do that oh, yeah. as you are explaining what we're seeing in the next part of the minute. Yes. Okay. So as we leave uh, Billy giving us the off-screen thumbs up, I really like this quick cut over to uh, Dutch as he's sort of ducking down into the leaves. And the camera's pointed, you got him center frame. And then as he ducks down into the leaves, the camera pulls back. And we get this nice back kind of back. We get this nice slow uh, pull back, zoom out with the camera where we can see the whole trap in all of its glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think what we're supposed to see here is that the, there is some netting on the ground, but it's pretty well disguised mm-hmm. by the leaves. And the rope kind of blends in with the vines. And and when the camera pulls back, it just sort of looks like another part of the jungle here. So it feels like they did a pretty good job. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Just to finish off the section here. Um, so then we get a bunch of cuts to our different characters. So we cut to Anna on his eyes. We cut to Panchito right behind her with the grenade launcher. Cut to Mac. 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 And Mac is once again shaving. His very smooth, already shaven face. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to Billy hiding behind some bushes. 
He kind of peeks upwards. We cut back to Dylan, Dylan. to Dutch. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. We get some dialogue, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get more cuts back to Dutch's face, on his face, Mac again shaving. <laughs> Dylan giving Mac Dylan. a concerned look. Mac. Dylan. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> and then Mac's face with the razor Mac. now oozing blood. Mac. Mac. And then back to Dylan looking concerned. Dylan. I get the sequence right there. Yeah, it's it's a ton of cuts. It's so unlike the rest of most of the scenes in the movie where yeah. it's like these long takes and these long shots and just silent filmmaking at its best uh, just to, I imagine, just show how ready and maybe nervous that the team is just going face to face. I also think that's the intention is to show that everyone's a little on edge here. Um, not quite sure. They've put a lot of effort and work into this plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really kind of, they've gone all in on this. They're hiding in the bushes, just hoping the predator comes across this spot. And uh, maybe we'll kind of get into that in a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's just supposed to kind of uh, show the audience that we're a little nervous. We're a little on edge here. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do the dramatic line reading of the two lines in this minute? I think we should. All right. Yeah. So this is. So you're yeah. Dylan, I assume, and I'm Dutch. Yep. <clears throat> Dramatic line reading. What makes you think he's going to come in through here? There are trip wires on every tree 50 yards. This is the only way in. And scene. Dramatic line reading. <laughs> Excellent All exchange. Right, Excellent it. exchange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Dutch's plan hinges on the predator coming through here. Why is yeah. the predator going to come through here? It's a great question. I think that's what everyone's thinking here. Yeah. Um, I mean, he says his justification is there are tripwires in every tree for 50 yards. This is the only way in. Mm-hmm. Does he mean the only way into their camp? In Into where? Yeah. What, what would be the motivation of the predator showing back up here? Would it be... They left like a tasty predator snack where they, you know, put something out for him that he wants. Uh, so they've they've established that there are that the predator can see or knows where their tripwires are. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes, that that's what Dylan says. He says maybe he can see or says uh, no. I think he seemed pretty certain last minute. He says he can see our tripwires. Maybe he can't see this. So I feel like this is a little bit of a uh, a, a logic goof here because. Yeah. We also have Dutch uh, having the epiphany earlier that it's going through the trees. Right. He's using the trees. You know, jumping around the tree branches. And so here they're setting up, they're spending all this time and energy to set up this trap that's on the ground. Mm -hmm. And his justification is that there are tripwires everywhere, which the predator can see, which in his mind is going to funnel the predator into this particular area. But if the predator is just jumping around the tree branches, this would not be a viable plan. So right. it makes for a good montage, and I'm on board for that. But yeah. I don't know if it's the best plan based on the evidence they have. Yeah, and I'm not really sure what a tree trap built in the jungle would look like anyway. What would that even – what would a booby trap look like up in the trees? Mm-hmm. That seems like really, I don't know, just really hard to gauge where you think the – predator is going to be if it's in the trees if it's in the trees yeah you almost forget about it because trees you know there's so much real estate you'd have to cover to cover like <laughs> just one little grove right. of trees versus I on the ground the predator goes to that particular area no that's a that's a losing proposition right there. yeah 
So, well, we'd obviously give the movie the benefit of the doubt being such a classic as it is and having such an awesome montage earlier. Yeah. You know, it still doesn't bother me. Like you got to suspend disbelief a little bit. Also, like they're just doing what they can do. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the only idea they have. Like you said, like they're not going to build a trap in the trees. Yeah. So in the back of Dutch's mind, maybe he knows that he's gambling here quite a bit and, and hoping the predator, you know, decides to walk in on the ground. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, so they, they can only do what they can do. Yeah. Maybe instead of complaining, you should help. (laughs) Instead of complaining, maybe you should help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just tapped my head. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, honestly, this is the very first time I've ever, made the connection between it's a tree based hunter and they're setting ground traps and it's not really going to work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably what they're all banking no, on I anyway. Think... And they're right. Yeah. <laughs> so we should probably talk a little bit about the shaving. Yeah, let's talk about the here. iconic shaving. People talk about Mac. They probably talk yeah. about him going, Mac, Mac. him going nuts, him seeing long, tall Sally, uh, firing the minigun, um, being friends with mm-hmm. Blaine, but also just, the crazy go nuts shaving that we saw way, way, way at the beginning of the movie when they're in the helicopter and he's just silently shaving. And I believe watching Blaine just intently watching yeah. Blaine as it cuts away to, to Mac when Blaine is laughing and yeah, this on your sore ass Blaine <laughs> um, shows Mac in the background, also just silently shaving that clean, clean shaven head and face. And not only is it clean shaven, it is a sweaty, sweaty face. So he's not in any oh. need of shaving cream here. No, just glistening. And is this the only, this is the first time we've seen him shave since <clears throat> the helicopter scene. Is yes. that right? Okay. So yeah, so I like I do like the callback mm-hmm. here. I think I actually think that's pretty effective um, because in the helicopter we assume that the team members are a little nervous, and I always felt like Mac shaving there was you know kind of like a, a nervous tick, like the way you might bite your fingernails uh, or something like that, you know. And so here, uh, once again, they're just in a position where they have to sit and wait, just mm-hmm. like they do on the helicopter, and he pulls out that razor. And even though he has absolutely no need to shave that glistening smooth face, he does it anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe that's his battle preparation is, is him shaving. Yeah. What, what would be your it makes, it makes me shudder. A little yeah. Bit, I have to admit it's yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, Max, Max doing the shaving and like stuff's going to go down. He's maybe a little bit nervous too. Yeah. What would be your battle prep, Jeff? What would be the one thing you do besides just like try to flee? Oh, <laughs> you mean besides just run and right. hide somewhere? Besides quote unquote, go to the bathroom far away. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to go hit the head real quick. About um, 10 clicks down river. It's, it's about, yeah, it's about 50, 50 yards that way. And then another mile down the road. All right. That's good. <laughs> Uh, my, th- like if I was nervous, you mean like, do I have a nervous yeah, habit? What's, what, what's a nervous habit you have? I, I would like probably bite my nails is a kind of a nervous habit, kind of a bad nervous habit I have. Mm. I also might, uh, sometimes when I'm, I'm nervous in situation, situation like that, I'll find myself, uh, talking mm. and, and rambling a little bit and almost like start to see myself from the outside rambling and being like, shut up. What are you doing? Stop talking. And then I can't stop talking. <laughs> so I might do that. 
Oh, what would be what would be your uh, your mode there? Oh man, I I might talk to myself. I might try to like talk to others, like try to talk the nervousness out. Like, ha, like I'm yeah, like nothing to be nervous about. Yeah, uh, yeah, just totally, totally, totally fine. Everything's everything's good. Yeah, how are you doing? Just talking out, or probably doing a thousand yard stare. Also, like Bill Duke, I like I'm a mm. I'm a fan of the thousand yard stare where you're just so focused, or you're just kind of lost, you're just like oh, just staring off into nothing trying it right now it's very soothing <laughs> might might uh might go take a dump <laughs> that, 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 that yeah that yeah name. like that guy in uh the <laughs> sopranos right when that one of the early sopranos episodes like they're oh yeah do you remember this like the young guys are like trying to pull a heist and the one guy's like <laughs> taking a dump and, it, and the other hood is asking him what is he doing and he's saying like oh i always always get nervous and have to have to take a dump that's right I, I, that's one of the like <laughs> few things i remember that. from that show was like oh yeah when i'm nervous i also have to take a nervous <laughs> nervous dump too so that would be nervous dumper nervous dumper so that would well at least we don't have to see that here and we just get the shave yeah let's just stick to shaving bill do good good choice on the <laughs> shaving and not other things that you could be doing <laughs> So a um, little IMDb trivia for you uh, is that this ooh. was Bill Duke's idea and <clears throat> IMDb speaks to this, but also John McTiernan in the commentary talks about Bill Duke coming up with this shaving characteristic for his, uh, for his character and possibly for his nervous tick and possible battle battle prep. And um, hmm. the way they made the blood ooze out was they just, I remember seeing this somewhere. I can't remember where it was and I couldn't find it this time around, but <clears throat> the razor is obviously filled with like some kind of fake blood, maybe corn syrup and it's squirting it. But I think I read somewhere that in the scene, he has a tube going up his sleeve and into the razor so that they're able to like pump a little bit of that blood right away, which I really like that idea of Bill Duke having <laughs> this little tube of blood that if they pump a little bit too much, it's just going to look like this terrible terrible <laughs> burst of right. gore just this like whoa uh, just blood everywhere yeah, ah. just blood everywhere just like a jello disaster going god it is disconcerting isn't it when all of a sudden he stops that blade mm-hmm. and we start to see the blood there yeah. like that is kind of terrifying because as we know this minute ends and it just and we don't get to see what has spooked him mm-hmm. and so in that moment um, it's, it's a pretty effective tool to like put the audience on edge. Like, Oh God, he's like slicing his face and doesn't seem to notice yeah. or care. Do you think he yeah. sees something right here? If you're just watching him, are you thinking that he's seeing something? Do you think anybody's seeing anything? If I'm watching this for the first time, I'm, I'm thinking it, it looks like he's just seen something to me. Hmm. Yeah. But, um, they do have one cut <clears throat> of the jungle itself at, second 43 or it's just open jungle very reminiscent of when billy and dutch are staring into the jungle a few minutes ago or how long ago that is it's a long time ago now but and billy is saying i guess it's nothing major are we meant to think that Mm. the predator is there probably not but um it provides another moment you could watch over and over and look for any kind of movement but i don't see anything so i don't know if the team sees anything but yeah if, if i had to bet on something mac at least senses a presence Mac. Mac. Um, do you, I think so. Would you ever want to own a razor like this? A blue Bic razor? Oh, perhaps. Is that possible? It is possible. If you go to mm. 
Force of Dorkness dot Force of Dork Forces of Dorkness dot store dot com. You can buy Max Razor for the low, low price of fourteen ninety nine Mac. Wow. Yeah, and the description is hilarious. It says, remember that scene from Predator? You know, the one where Mac decides it's a good idea to start shaving, even though he doesn't have any stubble to shave off. He just decides <laughs> to force the blade into his face. Well, <laughs> now you can do that too. Mac had a few extra razors that he left behind, and I found when I visit, sorry, that he left behind, and I found when I went to visit the site of the fight. He's dead, so I didn't feel about feel bad about taking them. If you have a solid Predator toy collection, this is one piece that you are missing. It's a real razor and not and non-edible. <laughs> it's also sharp, so don't be a dumbass and take it out and play with it. But you can because the packaging is easily open and resealable. I love how they have found a way to sell a sixty-cent single-blade Bic ra- like re- um, disposable razor mm-hmm. for fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. But it does have some pretty cool packaging. And my favorite part of the packaging is it says Max Razor. And then it has a picture of Max's face. And below, right below his face, it says, this is not a fucking toy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So for $15, boys and girls, you could own your very own Max Razor replica. Replica. You could yeah. and you should, quite frankly. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's just, you know. Put a nice. Just found your stocking stuffer. There John. you go, fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> I think I'd probably rather just, I don't know, donate that to charity to <laughs> keeping the people like Mac alive and well shaven, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the, the alive ones. Yeah. Well, I think we've done this minute pretty well. Do you have other things to add? Uh, I think that's it for this minute. Um, John McTiernan is just expanding up. He's not really expanding upon anything. He just repeats what we said about Mac that the IMDB possibly gleaned from the John Mc commentary earlier, but uh, that Bill Duke was the one who had the idea for the razor and um, mm. he'll probably go into more detail next minute. I'm not really sure, but we'll find out uh, no script differences as far as the last time we left off where uh, instead of this whole leftover part of the team making the traps, it's actually just, Dutch, Anna, Panchito, and Miguel, sorry, Miguel and Billy, uh, because at this point in the script, again, Mac and Dylan, our two favorites, have been killed by the Predator already. So a smaller mm. team, and then Billy is soon to just leave the team um, at this point in the script, too, to really cut down the team to just the leftover three. All yeah, right. That's, that's all I have for minute 64. Now, uh, what do you have to recommend this week, Jeff? All right. Well, so this week I will recommend a TV show that my wife and I have been watching. This is a show that is on uh, Showtime um, on cable. My wife. It is my wife. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) (laughs) This is a pretty good one. It stars uh, Kirsten Dunst as the female lead. And the name of the show is On Becoming a God in Central Florida. Wow. Kind of a long name. Yeah. So it's uh, Kirsten Dunst plays a character uh, uh, who lives in Central Florida. She's married to a man who gets, who kind of goes all in on this uh, kind of Amway-esque pyramid scheme okay. called called FAM. And uh, through a series of events that happens, 
she ends up having to kind of take over uh, his uh, piece of the business. Hmm. And uh, she does it reluctantly. She doesn't want to. Um, this sounds like a strange premise for a show, but it's actually quite good because it unlocks her sort of getting wrapped up in this pyramid scheme slash business cult unlocks a really funny cast of characters um, that she ends up interacting with. And uh, I can't recommend uh, watching it enough just for some of the supporting cast. Um, the guy that plays, there's a, there's a guy that's like, be, kind of becomes her upline boss um, in this pyramid scheme. And the guy that plays him is just hysterical. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, kind of surprised me how good it is. So um, their full season is out on Showtime. It's called it's called again on Becoming a God in Central Florida. And um, yeah, it's huh. pretty good. Check it out. Okay, nice. That's that's okay. Yeah. Oh, it has Ted Levine. Oh yeah, he plays the um, Ted Levine plays the. Uh, kind of the owner of the pyramid scheme company. Wait, is that the the, the kind of quirky, funny guy you're talking about? Um, no, Ted. Wait, hang on, hang on. Ted Levine. No, the guy I'm talking about. His name is Theodore Pellerin. He, his character's name is Cody Bonar, ah. which most people mistake for boner. Boner. Nice. Ed right. Levine plays like the owner of the, uh, yeah, like the CEO of the company. Or sure, big fat girl. Yeah, she's a big fat girl. <laughs> she places the lotion in the basket. <laughs> oh, that guy, he's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. And then you said that's on Showtime? It's on Showtime, yeah. So um, you got to have uh, the fancy cable subscription. But... Um, it's not streaming anywhere yet, but I would not be surprised to find it uh, streaming somewhere soon. You know, a lot of Showtime shows will end up on Amazon. Okay. Stream, so I wouldn't be surprised there if, uh, if you could find it there eventually. All right. I'll have to keep a lookout for it. Yeah. I think you can watch the first episode on Amazon mm. for free. Yeah. Amazon. You can, you can buy the rest if you want to. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, I recently became a Disney Plus subscriber. Oh, you were talking about this. Yeah. How is it? It's, it's great. It has so many good classic Disney uh, movies and shows, uh, newer Disney <clears throat> movies and shows. The one I'll recommend this week is the Star Wars live action show, The Mandalorian, which follows a bounty hunter who in the show is just called The Mandalorian for now. We're only two episodes in, but it's just fantastically, fantastically Star Wars. It is through and through a Star Wars show where you feel like you're in the galaxy. You feel like these are familiar characters, but not characters you've seen before. The stories are really well done so far, or I'll say the story is well done so far. It's a serial show where the whole show is there the whole first season is or the the whole first season is just going to be one um thought out story just going from one chapter to the next uh, and so far i'm really really digging it have you have you uh, heard of it or seen any clips i've heard of it um i do not have a disney plus subscription yet okay. so i haven't been able to watch but 
Um, as a teacher at a high school, it's kind of all the um, the nerds uh, can talk about mm. right now. And uh, I always love to hear what the nerds are talking about because it's usually something that I will like. Mm -hmm. So um, it's on my list to check out for sure. So they didn't release the whole season. You just have to go week by it's, week for episodes. Yeah, it's week by week. They're they're doing they're okay. taking it back to the old school. Mm, I like it. Yeah, I, like I, th it. I think it's new. It's 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 it's, a, it's new, but it's it's definitely a new way for a streaming service to uh, take on something like a hot property like this where people yeah. absolutely want to dig into it. They want to watch the whole thing, but they just not going to be able to, they're going to have to watch it like a normal show, which creates, I think better discussion. And, you know, some people would say that it's a bummer because you just want to watch the whole season. But I, I think it does, does a good job in, yeah, I think they're doing a good thing with drawing it out like this. Cause there's a lot of podcasts I listen to that will do side episodes just to cover, uh, the show one episode at a, at a time and I like yeah. how they're able to dive a little bit more deeply into it using that right right and uh, and uh, from a financial standpoint it makes sense for Disney to yep. do that because it people can't just sign up for it binge you know all 10 episodes or whatever and then cancel like they have to hang on and wait so yeah you smart smart business move I very suppose. smart business move and it's you know Disney plus is just full of Disney properties so you really can't go wrong with um a subscription if you like any of their movies or shows and we're talking like the old 80s cartoons and like the old 30s yeah. cartoons and just mm. just you know your dumbos your um sleeping beauties all the way up to you know the most recently released movies and even some movies that are just releasing like the live action ish lady and the tramp which i think just came out on disney plus Right, so we're, we're right. definitely like a Disney Plus household where we can all kind of find something, but we can watch things together too. So, yeah, I guess it's a double recommend for The Mandalorian, but also uh, Disney Plus. They're they're doing they're doing some good things with uh, some of the movies and shows that we really like. Oh. Yeah, well, cool, nice, yeah. and and uh, fairly inexpensive, right? Like ten dollars a month or something. Uh, seven. Seven. Wow, yeah. Cheaper than Netflix. Yeah. Cheaper than Netflix. I would say like that's two coffees you don't have to buy, but that doesn't make sense because you're still going to need to buy those coffees. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty know. good deal. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Where can people find you on the uh, interwebs, Jeff? Oh, well, you can always come follow me on the Twitter. Carl underscore Hungus 314. Jeff Glover. Find me on the Twitter sphere. My name is Carl been expert. Where right. can we find Predator Minute on the internet? On the internet. All right. You can find us at Predator Minute <clears throat> on Twitter. You can email the show, PredatorMinute at gmail.com. And you can start or join in a discussion, Predator based or whatever based. Maybe talk about your favorite Disney Plus or other streaming shows or movies that you're going to recommend for this upcoming Thanksgiving break. I'm at the Predator Minute listeners Palapa on Facebook. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for all things Predator Minute, Minute 64, Nintendo 64, I've been John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And until next time... There are tripwires on every tree for 50 yards. This is the only way in. Maybe instead of complaining, you should help. <laughs> Stick around. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> da -da -da -da.